pan, pan. <laughs> God, I want to talk about that on the podcast. I don't even know what to say about it. I just love it so much. Yeah. We can talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. It's December 22nd, 2016. This is Idle Thumbs 294. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. Hey, guys. Oh, Hi. Hey. Whoa, podcast. Whoa. 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 I bet, uh, I bet that you guys have been playing Super Mario Run. I bet that it's, I bet that it's pizza tonight. Man, Jake's off to a Jake yeah. is <laughs> so, uh, in the it's pizza tonight. He's just over there, just like chain smoking. It's pizza tonight. Ah, it is. I have been playing it, Chris. Yeah, I have been playing it, Chris. Unrelatedly, yeah. Have you guys seen that that mummy trailer? <laughs> uh, because that's actually my favorite. Yeah, no, that that is that is like, the news. That's that's the important news. Like, okay, today, so Nintendo finally ships a game on no, no, iOS, no, 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 and it's no. great. But fuck that shit. Well, someone uploaded. A mummy. Mm-hmm. Someone wrong. Uploaded Someone uploaded a mummy for incorrectly. The new mummy movie, which looks baffling, by the way. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone uploaded a trailer for that movie with like, I guess only one of the sort of <laughs> it must five be like one of the one surround, surround sound channels, channels yeah. or something. It is amazing. Universal or whoever it is is releasing this movie has been. It's Universal. It's the the yeah. mummy is like. This is, I don't think is related to the Brendan Fraser the Mummy. I think this is related to like black and white the Mummy the Mummy like Wolfman vintage. But the, yeah, the Universal's not that you can like, tell. Universal's like rebooting all their monster movies, right? All their yeah. mummies. Yeah. Yeah, but what's weird is isn't the actress one of the actresses in it? She was in. I think she was the in the Brendan Fraser Mummy series. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hope there's some idiotic stupid canon where Brendan Fraser has been killed why, by a mummy and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> now Tom oh Cruise takes the mantle. Yeah. Um, Anyway, though, that's, like, that's not the important none part. Of that matters. Well, we none of that matters. We had to get, get the sponsoring content exactly. out of the way. I had yeah. to get the sponsor so yeah. Universal has been working like around the clock to eradicate all <laughs> evidence of this from the internet, but the missing sound channel version of the Mummy trailer is really, really so incredible. Good. Uh, one, it is just hilarious because yeah. it has no music. It, until I think the very end. Yeah. And what well, uh, has those those cues, those like classic has the, uh, trailer cues. It has yeah, low frequency the, L- the, it has the, the, classic. That's just only in the last like well, five yes, years. Right, no right. way. That's been around for a while now. Maybe ten. Really? We're t- we're a decade into it. I think of that as like not being, Matrix like, the Yeah. I guess it is post dubstep. Yeah. It, no, it's not. It's older than that. Really? Yeah. It, it's used yeah. slightly differently, but they'll like right. they just it's just been in a trailer yeah, for a, a long time. kind of it that sounds like it comes out of a dubstep track that to me feels... That's true. It has gotten more dubstep in yeah. the last couple anyway, of Anyway, whatever. That's not we'll, the point. We'll, we'll um, watch the supercut of the... It's uh, the Matrix, yeah. guys. It's from the Matrix. It, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. That's like still... a helicopter goes into a building, it goes slow motion. That sound effect is just mm, from there. Yeah. But now, yeah, yeah. where we'll all remember it from now on <laughs> is from The Mummy, where every time someone isn't talking, <laughs> it just goes... <laughs> it's really fucking. It's hard funny. to describe. Even it is actually hard to describe. You so think, here's the you, thing: you think when well, you watch, when you start watching this version of this trailer, you think your sound is off. First no, of all. Well, no, I didn't. No, I you think it that it's just, a stylistic minimalist yeah. thing, and then a guy just goes pan, 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 pan and it sounds yeah. like he's just yelling it in a closet. Pan, pan, pan. Yeah, right. So it starts off, and there's like a full minute of just quiet shots, and no one's saying anything. Yeah. But there is like a low rumble. There, there yeah. is like a sound bed, 
and it sounds like a modern trailer affectation where it's like we're gonna take this big stupid pulpy dumb action right. thing but make it seem incredibly profound you're, you're expecting having, the piano you're, yeah, you're waiting for the, you're waiting for the piano for the fucking yeah. piano yeah. but instead you instead, get the best you, it just cuts to a cockpit and then the guy just goes <laughs> pan 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 and there's but there's no like disaster sound happening it's just a guy going pan 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 <laughs> and that's when you that's the first time you can actually be certain something is uh, very wrong yeah yeah it's amazing and one of the reasons i it is i think noteworthy is that it reveals how much movies at this point are basically just, just video games or yeah. just like They're made just up garbage. things well, where yeah. it's like we've just created every single element of this like separately like we filmed the movie every single other thing is just layered in it seems like that that has been revealed for a while for um pop music oh yeah mm. like because the isolated tracks come out of just like a rock like a hugely produced rock song and then you just get the yeah. lead singers vocals and, it and, guy like going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's just like the weirdest yeah. fucking shit yeah. or yeah. The, like yeah uh, the, those God, the, yeah like the sergeant sanders videos uh that series oh that's those are fake that's that's like, it's different but the, that that is all the, that, that is the some, same it's yeah, the so same uh, shreds. sergeant yeah. sanders yeah. is the shreds videos yeah that's when that's this guy who will mute a rock music video and then dub really bad right. audio over it. It's amazingly well done. <laughs> and this, so the Mummy trailer, basically is like yes. that. Yeah. That's though, why I brought it up. It's yeah. as though a like sound designer jokingly <laughs> took the Mummy trailer, muted the whole thing, and then like just inserted hilarious screens. The thing that was that was funny about this to me with respect to video games was that there's there are a bunch of parts in it. There's a big part, notably. Uh, when Tom Cruise and someone are like jumping out of a plane mm-hmm. and Cruise is screaming and you just hear a completely like unencumbered <laughs> series of Tom Cruise screens. He's just like, Wah! <laughs> and it, it, it reminds me exactly of when you have video game voice actors in the yep. studio and you're like, all right, we're just going to need like 20 40 yells. Right yells. Now, you're just, just going to have to get, now you're dying. You're thrown off a cliff. <laughs> you're punched and thrown off a cliff. Yep. You're shot three times and yep. then you fall off a cliff. You're <laughs> set on fire. <laughs> You're set on fire, but then it's put out. Yeah, and then each of those you need like five of them. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. for randomizing, and and it. I'm well, like, there was oh, even I, one that was repeated in this trailer, which is hilarious because you can just tell that, like, you know, right. No one's that, gonna know. Oh yeah, no one. Cruise no one, probably. Yeah. There's a limit mm-hmm. at how oh, much yeah. Cruise is gonna sit in the studio and do these yeah. stupid yells. The, who even knows if it is Tom Cruise? Because when you bury that shit that's enough. True. Uh, under enough of the other like audio that's going on, he couldn't even. You would no one would be able to. That know. better be yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah, uh, but I was it's from his 2013 good. library. Uh, for, <laughs> for some un- right. unrelated yeah. film. Yeah, Cruise screams O two dot wave. Yeah, God, it's a very good. It's a very good entertainment experience, and you should seek it out. And I'm sure it will be mainly what this movie is remembered for. It's uh <laughs> it's been it's been DCMA'd off of almost everywhere. Mm. I think Polygon just has decided they're going to host it and run an article about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the copies on Twitter and YouTube have been uh, have been erased. Yeah. Well, it's probably worked out for them. It's a lot of I marketing. have one in my Twitter DMs. I think in your DMs you got a, a personal copy. Yeah, but I don't oh, have good. Twitter on my phone, so I can't play it right now. But. Uh, yeah, you're part of the Mummy Archive project now. Mm-hmm. I recorded. Yeah. I have. I have all the audio locally on my. Oh, good. <laughs> on my computer, which means you could recreate it if you had the right. video from a real trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I, yeah. I, I, I recorded the audio immediately to like audacity or something just so I had it to make sure that you had it forever yeah. so, so when this when this podcast is titled something in reference to this trailer the uh, future wizard game uh, wizard jam game that is made of this can just use that sound library which would be good <laughs> that's true um, that, that, I'm yeah. looking forward to that yeah <laughs> yeah um, yeah, uh, Derek Liu, who's a listener to this podcast and also produces video game trailers for his job, um, said that when he's making like weird, just kind of fun free time edits of movie trailers, this is uh, that's actually a resource for him. Is he'll mm. find a five point one uh, audio version of a trailer and then just strip out right. channels from it to like he made a really really great tinkly piano trailer mashup where he combined a bunch of uh, trailers with tinkly piano music and then swapped the, p- the piano around in a really hilarious way and I guess he made that by finding 5.1 audio trailers and just you know removing all the channels that didn't have that had music and stuff in them yeah yeah so, that was really good yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of like how people uh, like Neil Ciceriega get master track audio by ripping from rock band and right. then re- removing so- you know drums or whatever components. I found this isolated Van Halen audio that I've had on my phone forever <laughs> that I'm worried we're going to get uh, like oh, mo- yeah. anti-monetized for, but it's so funny I have to play it for half a second. Okay. This is an isolated vocal. This is the thing you're referring to, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, I'm living at a base that kills. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that. God, it's been a long time since I've heard that. Oh, man. It just... (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, The Mummy, coming soon. I'll tell you all about it. Um, Sorry about that, you guys. (laughs) Anyway, so that's our Mario Run segment. Uh... (laughs) Let's actually talk about Mario Run. Oh, yeah. This game is amazing. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Super Mario Run, yeah, it's what ten bucks on iOS, yes. and uh, you can play the first four levels. They did a good job, I think, selling this game. Uh, uh, App Store reviewers, stock would... market does not agree. Yeah, no, people. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, the stock dropped a lot. Uh, yeah, pe- Why? yeah, people are not happy about re- this. Mod- this game, yeah, this Mar- Super Mario Run, has two and a half stars on the App Store, and everyone is in. Raged yeah. that it costs ten dollars, that it's not free to play, and then doesn't nickel and dime you to death. Instead, right. you just drop uh, a f- quarter of the price of a DS game or something like that. Yep, people are fucking incensed. If anyone wondered why everything in the world is bad right now, this yeah. is a completely harmless but entirely appropriate example of why. Fuck Mario. <laughs> it's what this game is so good. It is so well created. There is yeah. a fucking insane amount of content in it mm-hmm. in total. Nope. It is f- a fraction of the price of any Mario game that has basically ever been released yeah. on any platform, and yet it is just as full featured as pretty much any Mario game. You know what, what the hell? Why is isn't it free though? People? Why isn't it free? You know what's also bad? This is less bad, what? but it's it's in the same vein. Uh, but it's not. God, I feel bad about complaining about this. I just typed Super Mario Run into Games Disgust on my phone. Uh-huh. And uh, because Mario, with all caps, is an official brand name in the Apple ecosystem, even though it's a human being's name, whenever I type Mario into my phone now, it goes all caps. All Ooh. caps? Yeah. Cause wow, that sucks. Weird. Yeah, so I can't... So, you know, my good friend Mario is being really disrespected by the brand Mario. Really? Anyway, so uh. Super Mario Run, turns out, is just a microcosm oh for, for our bad year. Oh, yeah. Take that. Even though it's a great game, Super Mario Run is really good. 
It is really good. It's in. It's it's um. It's yeah. I did not expect that it would actually be as enjoyable as it is. I didn't expect that the feeling of a Mario game would be translated to single thumb play as well as it has. But mm-hmm. it it is like it feels like Nintendo just made the good one of these. Yeah, for sure. It's uh yes. It is a really really good example of both just an actual Mario game and also of. Mm-hmm. A runner, I guess. I mean, it doesn't really feel like a runner. No. Right? It doesn't feel like Cannibalt or something. Um, it but feels it, like the the Rayman games feel are, like, get closer to this than, than yeah. Cannibalt. Yeah. yeah, I think that's true. And uh, a couple people, like I think Sean compared it to Flappy Bird, and someone else mm-hmm. in our office did. Uh, and I, I that I think is appropriate too. It's just kind of funny because it has that, those pipes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's weird. <laughs> they use a lot of the very art that seems very Flappy Bird inspired. I actually think the Flappy Bird art is better than Super Mario I, Run's I art because yeah. Flappy Bird at least kind of yeah. rips off the Super Nintendo, which is still even like a shitty version of Mario art. But mm-hmm. I, whatever. I, all I yeah, I agree. I mean, as much as I love this game, the pretty much the only stuff I don't like is all visual presentation stuff, which, which is like yeah, there are moments when I'm playing this game where like in the rallies, I don't know if you guys. Oh my god, in the rallies, rallies, I cannot keep track of. You my can't Mario. really keep track of where you are yeah, half the time because there's a ghost a on top of you, yeah. and if you're in a coin. It's Rush, everything is like flashing everywhere. Yeah. it's my one. It's my one major complaint. Of my with guy, this game. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then also there's just they do the classic modern Nintendo thing of like there's a million little tiny cutscenes everywhere and they're slow and they the camera zooms in and you have to wait for it. Like yeah. I never, literally never want to watch any of that shit. Anyway, whatever. The yep. game itself is fantastic. It's so good. Yeah. Um. There's, it it has a really great. Very. This is another modern Nintendo thing that I that I think is really good. The coin thing. Yeah, the coin thing. A uh, uh, really a thing that, that actually, Nintendo. It's, it's, let's let's be honest here, Chris. It's not modern because it came. It, it first became a part of the uh, the gameplay to do multiple runs as of Yoshi's Island. Okay. Yeah. That's that's true. But I, I guess the thing. I mean, I was, then, then that died because they did 3D games for a decade. Yeah. But right. Whatever. I guess that's true. I guess you're right. I guess it's a return in some ways. But what well, I was Mario more going to say is that, that this oh, is okay. an example of. Not not just like the specifics of its colored coins, but like Nintendo has a way in. Sorry, I wasn't I actually know, trying to bag on you when I no, said no, that. I, know, I, I, don't, I don't care when the colored in, coins. In the like, last couple yeah, gen- in the last couple generations of allowing their games to be super accessible, um, like this game in some ways will like almost play itself in a lot of cases. I mean, this is obviously not actually true, but there are certain levels where, for a lot of it, if you just don't touch anything, Mario will complete He'll a kill shocking the guys amount and climb of over the levels. Yeah. yeah, or at least avoid the guys. Um, He'll climb over them, Chris. Yeah, that's what I said. You said kill the guys. Oh, he does kill them. No, not automatically. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, he just climbs over. Yeah, um, I'm a bad Mario. He vaults. <laughs> uh, well, Jake wouldn't know because Jake kills every single guy. Right. Proactively. Just naturally, I'm just that. I'm that mm-hmm. good of a Mario. Yeah. Um, threat but neutralized. Then <laughs> threat neutralized. I neutralize every hands, threat. Just <laughs> dripping all over his Mario suit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but then there, like that content can also be played in a way that is intensely challenging. And I mean, is it? So I don't. It's been a long time since I've played Yoshi's Island. Uh, I think I've completed that game, but I I can't really remember. Do they have as many different level? They only, sort of overlays have, as this game they does. They have two in it, and it was the first time that I had, that I remember that. And like, it has regular coins which are irrelevant. Then it has red coins of which there are five in every level, and then I think there are five suns in every level which give you something. Right. But then there's also a hundred little stars which are the things that mm. in Yoshi's Island, if Baby Mario fell off of you, it would count. He would go into the bubble, which was the first time the bubble showed up. But uh, it would count down from how many 
stars you had, and I think it would always refill the 50, but you could sort of pick up more of them in the level to get to 100, and they're just little, like, tiny sprites that are around, but if you collect all of those, like, the end of the end of a Yoshi's Island level, it'll give you a chalkboard uh, that shows red coins, suns, and stars, and if you get all of them, it equals up to 100 points, and every yeah. level has a score on the back of it, and that was the first time they did that. Um, but they didn't actually have different variants of the levels. No, like, yeah, that, yeah the, this... Mario Run, I think they've they, is the first is the first time they've really doubled down on this. Like when Yoshi's Island came was re released for on the DS as one of those I can't remember what those games yeah, were called. Sure, whatever. You know they re released all their stuff and they added more collectibles into all of the games in that inspired by Yoshi's Island. And this one feels like this is like the next yeah. version of that with the mm-hmm. the pink coins, purple coins, and black coins or yeah. gray coins or whatever mm-hmm. they are. Yeah, um, yeah, it's really good. I, I at this point I'm I'm so deep into this game. I have. All, I mean, all levels complete, which is which is like sort of not that difficult. Full I think. threat neutralized on the uh, on just, uh, yeah, and then I have all the pink coins and all of the the blue coins and about half of the black coins, and I'm starting to hit in the like upper tiers of black coins. I am starting to hit some stuff that I'm like, you know what? I'm probably just never. never gonna, that's probably yeah. never yeah, going to so happen. To, to explain this for people who haven't played it, the way that it works is it's. It's not like Yoshi's Island where all of the collectibles are present at once. It's when you first run through it, there's the red coins, or I guess they're pink in this, that, that have been in a lot of Mario games, uh, where if you get, if you find all five of the red coins, you, you're like, that's, that used to sort of be considered the true, like right. you've truly completed a Mario level when you found all of the red coins or all the dragon coins or whatever else. But in this right. one, once you complete, the, when you get the pink coins, the... Um, it just puts five new coins that are harder to get and also changes the coin distribution of the level slightly. Mm-hmm. And then when you get all of those, there's fucking impossible black coins to get. Uh, and each level on the map has three little dots on it that fill in when you complete those. So it's yep. basically every level has a f- effectively four runs in it of just a regular playthrough, then increasing increasingly difficult coin hunts. Right. And, and those and it's not a hunt really in this game, right? I mean it's it's less of a hunt and more get of a increasingly challenge because a hunt sometimes they get oh, deeper into the color. You, okay. Because yeah. you know Mario's always well, running forward, but if you're really dexterous and you can get him to do a backwards jump off of something yeah. that will let you wall jump up into an area oh, that I you didn't even saying. consider yeah, part okay, of the yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, I mean, sure. But, but the fact that he's always moving forward though is is very different than than Yoshi's Island, right? I mean like Yes. That fundamentally changes the exploring these levels in the same way. Right. It's it's more finding different routes or realizing that there are invisible coins. Yeah. Like, there's a set of coins. Like, it has the, a thing that's also been in some recent games where there's outlines of coins, and if Mario touches them, they become coins. And sometimes the colored coin is inside of there, so you realize you have to be able to actually right. traverse a space twice that you didn't know you could even traverse twice, and, you know, that that sort of stuff mm-hmm. shows up. Yeah, it's it's really good. I, um, I, I What's funny is I didn't even realize that there were there was this sort of tier beyond the pink coins I was talking to Ollie about this game and he was like yeah it's really cool how the level actually changes you know when you're getting the different colored coins and I was like ah yes he means that your perception of the level is influenced when you are setting yourself the personal goal of getting the one color of coin that exists in the game and I you just, just like, see the world differently yeah, you see, yeah. you're looking at that platform just means something else yeah. now and I can't remember how I even fi- I think I just eventually like Ended up playing another level again, probably on accident. <laughs> You're like, oh, the level actually oh, has, is different. There's actually different colored coins, and the, the level is literally different. Um, it seems like it's just the the coin distribution that yes. changes, not yeah, the geography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which is cool, because it, that's entirely a, like, sort of draw-your-gaze level design mm-hmm. yeah, trick, oh, yeah. which, is, which is pretty cool. There's a lot of really good stuff um, in there like that. Yeah, this game is really, really well designed. It's also, I, you know, I've... M- 
for whatever reason, I've never been a big fan of the increasingly broad moveset that Mario has. Like, I don't... The later you get into the, the Mario series, the less I kind of like all the extra stuff Mario can do beyond just running and jumping. Like, I still just personally um, pretty much have more fun in a, like, Super Mario 3... Did you did you did find that that game. stuff works better when movement yes, is taken off the table? I did yeah. because it feels like that stuff is actually re- instead of just like adding adding adding, it feels like it's changing, like it's mm-hmm. recontextualizing the basic actions of um, running and jumping. Like being able to wall jump is one of the very few ways you can move backwards at all in this game, right? Because Mario will never run. Yeah, it's to cool the left. that it uses the always on forward velocity to propel him backwards. Like that actually feels really, really clever in mm-hmm. this context. Yeah. I, I really like it. I like there, I've had some moments in this game where I, you know, I'll be at the very end of a, of a, of like, let's say you're in an underground level and you're at the end of one section of it. And there's the pipe that you walk into to the right. And then that is like, okay, now you're in the next section of the level. Right. And right before the pipe, like maybe four tiles to the left and like eight tiles up or maybe the other way around, maybe eight tiles to the left and four tiles up, there's a co- there's a colored coin that I missed, and there's, like, one free-floating block in between that and where I am, and I go, I will just, like, sit there for, like, 30 seconds, like, wall jumping back until I can get just on the left side of that free-floating block, mm-hmm. and then wall jump backwards, and the level wasn't probably designed for that, like, I was supposed to play better and get it when I was running right. running through the first time, but, like, it's actually really sort of fun like to negotiate is allowed, yeah. Yeah, this weird... Um, kind of reverse momentum thing that you're doing. I love it. I think it's really great. Uh, it's very like it encourages a kind of play, like kinetic play that is that feels really like weighty and substantial, and uh, it just feels like you're interacting with the world in a really solid way, which is kind of um, the opposite of how I feel in like a lot of 3D Mario games, for instance, um, which I know is not how everyone feels, right? Like those those games are really good in other ways, but. Uh, uh, well, and, and in, in that way also in some of them, but yeah, I just love this game. I think it's great. I think it's really good. Yep. Yep. It's really, really good. Should we take a break? What? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. We can break it. Got all that good, a, got that good break. mummy content, that good Mario content. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Break time. Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't mean to. Pan, pan, pan. This episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by NatureBox. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, NatureBox will send a bevy of delicious treats, uh, a plethora of treats, to your specifications, delivered to your home, to your office, wow, to whatever address you choose. Uh, NatureBox is it is a ridiculously massive selection of tweets. I feel like it of of treats. I feel like it grows. (laughs) It grows by the week. Should tweet about these treats. If you go to naturebox.com/thumbs. You can get fifty percent off your first order. That order could include such selections as pineapple see- slices. Well, please, of course, those Big Island pineapple ah, slices. There we go. Why would you not want those? Classic. But also, I mean, listen to some of the stuff they've got here: sea salt pop pops. They got this jalapeno white cheddar popcorn. Pop pops. Uh huh. They've got toasted sesame sticks, sriracha roasted cashews. Those are really good. We've had those before. Um, They've got like nut mixes. They have a probiotic power mix. I don't know what probiotic is. Oh, I but do. I know. Oh, really? Oh, I what is probiotic? Has a stomach. Oh, it's okay. just, it 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 uh, 
it uh, basically makes your stomach better. Oh. It, hey, make your stomach better with probiotic power mix from Nature Box. It, it grows the good bacteria. Okay. It grows right. the your, good it, stuff. Yeah, it makes it happen. I mean, you can have you can have stuff like oh, that it's like, to it's make like you feel better. But it's probiotic. Yes. Ah, mm. that makes sense. I never, I didn't occur to me mm-hmm. to think about that. They got probiotics in here. I, I'll, I'll, I need that. They got nutty power clusters. <laughs> if you're nutty, like Nick Brecken, I need that too. <laughs> Uh, here's that big island pineapple. Oh, I want that. You can see it has well, a high, oh, wow. it has I'm a high sold. star rating from the Nature Box community, as it should. These, these are oh, this is a small, a small, small sample of what you could be eating uh, in convenient fashion, delivered right to your door mm. from Nature Box. Mm. If you go to naturebox.com/thumbs, you will get fifty percent off your first order of delicious snacks. That is naturebox.com/thumbs. Pan, pan, pan. This episode of Idle Thumbs is also also brought to you by the Nick Brecken benefiting what? Casper. Yes, it's true. Casper mattresses are manufactured <laughs> in the United States. They are mailed to your door. And in the case of Nick Brecken, they have healed you. They have. Yeah. I am rejuvenated. I'm a new man. Nick Brecken. I'm a young man. Once a broken backed, miserable yeah, asshole. Right. Now, <laughs> now just my back is fine. Now a bundle. <laughs> but all the rest of the now stuff. Now a bundle of joy. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. With a with a, a back that feels like the back of a man ten years younger. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sleeping on a Casper mattress. This is true, though, right? <laughs> yes. No, it is true. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I got that Casper, and it. Uh, I had a horrible, horrible week of just excruciating back pain, and decided this is when. I need I need to I need to air mail in you know airdrop airlift right. in the uh, the Casper I need yeah. the support and uh, boy has it worked I have it's it's all all the pain is gone and it has not come back and uh, I attribute it mostly to to the Casper mattress Chris well if you go to casper.com slash thumbs use the offer code thumbs you got to do both of those things casper.com slash thumbs use the offer code thumbs at checkout you will get fifty dollars towards the purchase of any mattress you like Nick Brecken could reduce the agony in your life a little bit. And isn't that all what we need right now as we wrap up? Yeah. To just 2016. go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, to go to sleep. Forever. And and be happy yeah. in your unconscious state. Yes. Free of the influence of the rest of the world. Casper.com mm. slash thumbs. Offer code Casper for fifty dollars towards code any thumbs, you mean. Oh my God. Casper.com <laughs> slash thumbs. Offer code thumbs there you go. for $50 towards the purchase of any mattress. They're already affordable, very reasonable priced mattresses. You can get $50 towards the purchase of any of them. Casper.com slash thumbs, promo code thumbs. Thanks, Casper. You're welcome, Chris. Pan, pan, pan. Yeah, speaking of Mario, <gasps> Nathan Goldbaum writes stolen mario found in creepy serial killer basement oh this is i love this i know about this and i in, love it in particular the picture the cops took when they discovered the mario statue <laughs> it's so, so good. this was like what someone was robbed or something and it was a mario was stolen like, like a, a, mario, a statue. mario statue was stolen from a video game store like there, oh, okay. was a, there was a time in the 90s when i think a lot of like mom and pop game stores could get a, like plastic Mario who is like had his hand in his pocket and his finger up like that classic Mario pose. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and it's just a fucking trashy off model Mario. It's really bad. But uh, one of them was. <laughs> oh god. One oh, of them yeah. was recovered by the police, and it just looks. 
there's t- there's two photos uh, in this series, and one of them is like a flash photo of Mario with his back against the wall in a in like a fucked up garage, <laughs> and then the other one is Mario like surrounded by the police who rescued him. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, so the, it's it's very good. The photo I'm looking at is the second of those, which is like a like six police officers all posing <laughs> it's like in it's, a parking it's lot with Mario with with a big stupid but Mario it, it's a, you say big stupid Mario but it's like if it's Mario assuming that he doesn't have a you mushroom find this and okay so this is this is dumb to say but because it's the obvious joke but man I hope someone said threat neutralized <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that the, like, the back said pizza tonight <laughs> yeah well oh this was the Facebook post I'm looking at is from the actual game store oh good are you game that's good. Um, well, I knew this would that Jake would love this, and it seemed relevant to uh, yeah. It's 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 very important to Mario discussions. In a mom and pop game store, what a novelty! I know, yeah, right. Weird. I never, I've never actually experienced that. I oh, like yeah. ever? No. I I I have very rarely. I there's a used game store in New York City that I've I've, mm. I've, I went to once. Okay, and it, it was yeah. It's it's interesting. Like it's weird. It it definitely is unusual these days because. To the extent that there even are any game stores, they're pretty much all GameStops now. Yeah. They've outlasted pretty much every other, right? I mean, yeah, I, oh, worked, yeah. I worked at a store called Game Crazy for a couple game years, Crazy which was, was a subsidiary of, of Hollywood Video Yes, when that existed. And I right. think Game Crazy may have outlasted Hollywood Video, yeah. but still did not last Some of those, some of those the, chains the lasted a longer longer than you, than you thought. Like, like Funko Land was around for a while. I think mm. it might still be around. No, yeah. Funko Land got acquired by GameStop. Oh, did it? Okay. All of them, other than Game Crazy, got acquired by GameStop. I feel like there might be still a few that are operating I underneath think, the Funko I thought Land. Funko, I thought uh, Funko Land bit. was the predecessor to GameStop. Like, I thought Funko Land actually transformed um, no, into uh, the modern... So. All of them did. Uh, I think that... I mean, if we're really going to get into this garbage... Uh, Babbage's and Electronics <laughs> Babbage's and Electronics Boutique were the oh, two yeah. mall stores. Yeah. Um, and I think it was Electronics Boutique... God, one of those... Acquired Babbage's. Ah, uh, it's it's tough. I can't remember Babbage's, how all this worked. Babbage's because went Electronics away. Electronics Boutique, Boutique turned into EB Games, acquired Babbage's, yes. and then I think GameStop may have been Funko Land, but it was one, it, or it was, or it was EB Games, but or it was a tiny subsidiary from Texas or something. But anyway, yeah, I think they just rose up and ate each other. And there was a while there where your stupid '80s mall could have. All of, of them, them. could yeah, have like yeah, a, yeah, could no. have two it, game stops oh, in it because my it mall used had a Babbage's and EB Games, yeah, the, and I think a GameStop at a certain point. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so here's here's the thing I was thinking of. Funko is actually where Game Informer began. Game Informer <sighs> began as the magazine oh God, for right. the, the Funko Land official yeah. magazine, not Game Informer. And when uh, so Babbage's became. Babbage's became was owned by Barnes and Noble, and then became a subsidiary of Funko, mm. and then Barnes and Noble bought that whole thing. Okay, at which point it also acquired Game Informer, hmm. which had been around since 1991. But this was in 2000. Wow, really? So Game Informer had Crazy. already been around since 1991, owned by Funko, and then uh, Funko was renamed GameStop Incorporated. So I think mm. Funko actually was the entity okay. that is the legal predecessor. You know, that of makes sense. Got it. Because my memory of walking into a Funko land is basically now your experience in, in GameStop where there was just like the TV running with like trailers for games and people talking about games and then like people yeah. selling you magazine subscriptions and just that kind of like aggressive 
video game <laughs> chain experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I definitely associated that with Funko Land. Also used games. That was the big Funko Land thing. Oh, was, yeah. It's just everything was used. Well, that became GameStop's yeah. big yeah, thing, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it makes sense now. All right. Well, so I'm I didn't, glad I didn't, we got to the bottom of I that. I didn't know about the Barnes & Noble connection, though. I guess Barnes & Noble um, then took GameStop public in an IPO in 2002 um, and retained control with a majority of shares until mm. 2004 when it then distributed shares to shareholders, making it its own like independent, it, well, public huh. public independent company, I guess. Uh, weird. Yeah. And then after all that is when they acquired EB Games. So EB Games okay. was like EB Games was a whole a late addition yeah. to all yep. this. Yeah. When you look at, at 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 on Wikipedia, when you look at the like brands that all be, have become part of GameStop, it's crazy. Yep. EB Games, Babbage's, Micromania, Congregate, Game Informer, Impulse. Think Geek, Z- Think Geek, Zing Pop Culture, and Geeknet. I didn't even know. I didn't know Think Geek. Yeah, I yeah, didn't either. Anyway, weird. Is the is this the chain store game all capital game? No, that's game, UK. That's, that's UK, that's and that's not related. Okay, because yeah. I know EB yeah. was also in the UK, and I think I think it, they still operate a bunch of those stores as EB because it was a stronger hmm. brand over there. Maybe not anymore. Yeah. Maybe that finally gave up on that game retail. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Anyway, yeah. they found that Mario, and it was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. yeah. <laughs> Tristan writes, "Hi." I was hanging Hi. out with my friend and a friend of that friend when this other friend and I got to talking. Turns out he's into a lot of the same stuff I am, like watching video games and Twitch. We got to talking more, and I found out he's he's into Dark Souls and is currently into New Game Plus. His name is Nick Brecken. <laughs> <laughs> he's into Dark Souls and is currently on New Game Plus 35 on Dark Souls 2. He has played through Dark Souls 2 35 times on a single character. Jesus. So I mentioned New Game Plus 35 implies that he's on his 36th playthrough. Let's be honest here. Uh, <laughs> That's true. That's come true. On, guy. Well, it means he's played through. He's on his 36th, but this says he's played through mm, it 35 mm, times, okay. which is accurate. Okay. Okay. So I mentioned, like the missionary <laughs> right. I am, that there's a podcast called Idle Thumbs. He might want to check out. He replies, oh, yeah, I know Idle Thumbs. I love that guy. I asked him which guy, to which he replied, you know, the Dark Souls streamer with the glasses. <laughs> Good. I thought Good. for a second and asked him if he knew Idle Thumbs was, Fuck. in fact, a podcast. He did not know. Oh, God He knew it. Idle Thumbs only as a man streaming Dark Souls oh, 2. Oh, that's gross. Cheers, I don't like Tristan. that at all. Oh, I've done something bad. <laughs> all right, well. You got to go to TwitchCon, Nick, as Idle Thumbs. <laughs> yeah. One word. Uh, you know, the Dark Souls 2 streamer with the glasses. Oh, God. I love that having glasses <laughs> know, right? is like with a distinguished oh, yeah. He can't be like, oh, you know, that white Dark Souls streamer. He's <laughs> yeah. got like brown hair. No. Kind of white. He's got like a Keep bit. Going. Keep like going. A, like, kind like of some like scruffy, shovel beard. beard. Yeah, it looks like maybe, um, yeah. He wears a hoodie frequently. Right. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Whoops. Yep. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Derek writes, Dear Thumbs, regarding Jake's story of the ever-increasingly notorious vintage com- convenience store at 1520 Mission Street and Bay Street in Santa Cruz, oh, man. now a burger joint aptly named Burger. I've never been there personally, but I've heard of similar places, and I have a hypothesis. Oh, the convenience store was probably the location of a food stamp racket, where people on food stamps could trade their script for real cash, usually at the easy math rate of 50 cents cash per dollar of food stamp credit. The convenience store then cashes the stamps in back into the Department of Agriculture, cooking the books to make it appear that the food items were purchased with the stamps, and they would get full value and compensation. One of the jobs of the United States Secret Service is to detect and fight food stamp fraud, so they actively hunt for this sort of racket, and one of the symptoms of a food stamp fraud racket is a storefront with old dusty merchandise and a resistance to actually sell anything. It sounds like the Bay Mission convenience store was doing its thing without getting caught for a very long time, that it would never see the need to update its signage or modeling, let alone the stock it never actually sold. 
As I said, I haven't been there, and I only know about it, what I've heard on Idle Thumbs, but it would explain why all the stock is ancient and why Jason couldn't even buy Pac-Man vitamins. Regards, Derek, a.k.a. Uriel238. That's a really... I, that's, that's, probably, yeah. that's probably what it was. Yeah, it was... Wow. That's crazy that they could get away with that for decades, given that there were people writing about how they found that in the 70s and it had 60s stuff in it. But that's, yeah. right. you know. Yeah, it seems plausible. Yeah, that's really interesting. It's, it's yeah, that is, that is it, what's crazy about that is there are probably, I mean, unless it was the same owner who just owned and operated it for the entire time, you'd think there would be different employees who had to be, like, introduced. It seemed like it had a staff of one. There was one guy who was always behind the counter wearing the same smock and he's just every been day running forever. That, personally running that scam since the 70s? Probably. I mean, maybe if he... Yeah, if he yeah probably. ...to the store, if it... Yeah. If, like, I mean, I guess the fewer people involved, fewer the less people likely... Involved. Yeah, I mean, that's Because it, like it had the freezers, uh, or, like, the, the refrigerator uh, fixtures for a produce section and for a deli, but those were not stocked with produce or meat anymore. They just had old... They, they just had boxes of unopened merchandise in them so mm. that guy didn't need to employ a gr- like any sort of other grocers or butchers or anything huh, who's to say yeah who's to say a food stamp bracket is so specific but it's interesting that there are common signs yeah, I mean, yeah. it seems like a thing yeah, yeah I mean, it sounds like it, a totally it's, it's gotta yeah, be a thing. Well, i love that the scam. secret service is part of their job well it's because the secret service was the is the counterfeiting like yeah yeah that was one of the original because they were secret service was originally a division of the treasury department i don't think they, they are anymore still are. oh they I still are so. okay yeah. okay i yeah. thought that changed in recent in in the modern era, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe but I think like under Homeland Security or something. Yeah, I thought that was reorganized, but maybe. let's hope they, still they may the very well department. not be. They might still be Treasury. Um, anyway, Fiona Martin writes, "Hey Thumbs, I've fallen into the Twitch rabbit hole and I've set up some hosting of channels I enjoy, or others in the Thumbs community who stream a little, including, of course, the Idle Thumbs Twitch channel." I don't know how you've uh, how much you've thought about expanding the th- thumbs on Twitch, but I wanted to put forward the idea of a thumbs group where people can host each other. I ask this because the community is amazing. It gave me the confidence to stream, and it's such a positive boon to what is viewed as a toxic chat medium, and that perhaps other thumbs who would feel more confident about playing some games if they knew they got a bit of that positivity behind them. Thanks again for the podcast and streams. Have a great weekend, Fiona. Uh, Fiona is one of the like mm-hmm. mainstays of Twitch chat. That's a really good idea. I think probably we wouldn't maintain anything like that this sounds like a community well, oriented the, the, thing but i would be happy to like unofficially bless a thumbs i mean there's a mechanism called twitch groups i don't know if you're aware of yeah. That. yeah yeah i yeah. just like uh, twitch i was reading about this recently on twitch they have uh, recommendations about auto hosting where you like set up your sort of twitch group and all auto host each other again that seems like something probably more for the community to do amongst itself yeah itself but i think that's a really good idea to try and like cultivate a Twitch streaming and chat community that is like healthy and friendly. Mm-hmm. So, if someone wants to make a thread or something on the forums, then you know, happy to signal boost or whatever. Um, all right. Shu writes a holly jolly robot apocalypse. Hey guys, been listening in for about a year now. Uh, thanks for taking the time to brighten my commute with insane gaming story- stories and toilet candy. I recognize there's a long-running theme of you guys discussing algorithmic AI storytelling and also fear of a robot-dominated future, so this news tidbit seems right up your alley. Hmm. Take a peek. Are you you guys... Okay. uh, Enjoy. Shoo. Um, I don't know whatever this is. Oh, man. I'm really glad you don't. I'm surprised that neither of you... I mean, I assume I don't. Have you heard the robot Christmas Carol? No. You have not? No. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Then I think what you need to hear 
is a Christmas carol that was created by feeding a corpus of like dozens or hundreds of Christmas carols into an AI machine learning algorithm. Okay. And then its creation <laughs> is this. Was the end of that? There are loads and loads there and loads of flowers. flowers. There are lots and lots oh, and lots, lots, lots of, of flowers. Yeah. I'm going to read the. Uh, oh, I'm going to read the uh, lyrics to this <laughs> for you all here. Um, it's actually hard to read. Uh, lots to decorate the room. The Christmas tree is filled with flowers. I swear it's Christmas Eve. I hope that's what you say. The best Christmas present in the world is a blessing. I've always been there for the rest of our lives. A hundred and a half hour ago, I'm glad to meet you. I can hear the music coming from the hall. A fairy tale. A Christmas tree. There are lots and lots and lots of flowers. <laughs> Man. Well, so... Yep. Was that thing deliberately tuned to basically sound like a song from that GLaDOS would sing in Portal, or is that a complete coincidence? Because the way that the voice modulation and tone yeah. worked, yeah. and even the style of song, yeah, the it sounds yeah. like a more honest version of of like what the robots in Aperture Science would write as a Christmas Carol. That was really strange to me because I, of the like the like the the uh-huh. the crazy voice modulation stuff. I, I imagine it's just really really difficult to synthesize human speech that sounds good in singing because yeah, it's. Yeah, it, it is just you have to change your intonation, yeah. Depend, yeah. Like, shifts. Yeah, yeah, you're just auto tuning your like uh, uh, Texas when, speech, when, yeah. when you're speaking, if you change the pitch of your voice, uh, like yeah. it just doesn't sound real at all. What's the name of the actress who plays Glados? Elaine. Oh, I can't. Uh, you'll find it if you look for two seconds. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the 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 thing I love about this is that it has no concept. It, it has Ellen some, McLean. Ellen McLean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it has some concept, but not a like full concept no context of how no, really. like yeah. melody and yeah. harmony work together yep. yeah. like a lot of the times the melody is just the note of the root of the key but it just kind of like changes the harmony and melody whenever it feels like it yep. without any like which is sort of interesting because humans also started doing that like in the 20th century intentionally yeah. because it's like well we sort of the thinking was like right. well, we've basically exhausted like traditional uh, melody and harmony but like the robot doesn't ever go through like a creative process of like right. first making things har- harmonious and then breaking out it's just like I don't know anything I'm just gonna do whatever um, which it's like a reminder that the th- the, t- the things that we like and dislike about music are 100% conditioning which is why different cultures historically have developed different musical scales like there's nothing yeah. intrinsically natural about the western like 
just eight note or 12 tone scale that we use. It's just what we've grown up with and therefore like. But, you know, there are other musical systems that have existed. But the robot obviously hasn't spent like a lifetime being conditioned. It's just been right. given a bunch of data. Well, it did, but it did you know, right, within, but, within three seconds. Uh, right, but, it, but what <laughs> it I mean is that... It lived a whole lifetime. Yeah, but I mean, none of that None of that information is contextualized in anything. No, I know. It's not like it... Well, maybe like a Boston Dynamics robot gave it some uh, applause for one version <laughs> no, or another. No, a robot just stared at it and you heard... <laughs> come out of its speaker. <laughs> What? You heard like a, just like a MIDI <laughs> clap sound effect. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the the reason that I mentioned uh, Ella McLean and Portal is because when I uh, one of the last things that I worked on when I was at Telltale was Poker Night 2, which had GLaDOS in it as a character. And I wasn't in any of the voice sessions for that game, but some of the people who worked on it were, and they were talking about how she does the GLaDOS voice. And I... <laughs> I don't even, maybe there's not a whole lot to say about it. It just, what they, like, the way that the audio processing works, like, it sounds like a robot, but apparently, like, you know, to give that performance, she she doesn't put in all of the pitch shifts, but apparently mm. she puts, like, half of them in. It's like oh, a weird, weird, it's like a weird give and take with the with the engineers so who she mix sings it. an actually different melody than the one that, oh, you mean not when she's singing the song, but when she's just talking. I mean, I think it's both. I think that they, like, they do, right, okay. they do some stuff in a flat effect, and sometimes she'll also do the pitch variant. Like, it's I a see, weird, okay. Okay. it's a very strange performance to, like, yeah. have to cobble together what seems like a, per, a very, like, to get the feeling of a speech synthesis thing that has a bunch of personality and has cadence and has mm-hmm. some control over its voice variants, but then an engineer goes in and still, like, it would be As easy it, it would be yeah, easy to okay. assume that, that it was just it, auto-tuned, but a t- apparently right. it's, like, it's a weird mix. I don't, That's really cool. That yeah. probably ends up making it more, both more unsettling and also more of a unique performance than if she were either doing all of it or if she were doing the whole thing flat and, and the an engineer was auto-tuned. totally pitching it yeah because yeah, 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 sure. that is a the, the a human <clears throat> voice that's been shifted is totally different than a human voice that is shifted by the person doing it yeah and that's right. really that but you but they you know there's enough processing that you don't notice those two things are happening yeah, consciously it, it, but i bet it creates it was a cool reveal yeah. that like the, the gladys performance is an actual like collaboration between that's really engineering cool. and acting yeah mm-hmm. um, and then she performed that christmas song for us Oh. oh really? No, that. I'm, oh, this one right here. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. You're welcome, Chris. The one you just listened to. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm, I'm dumb. Uh, Jagan Deep Brar writes, "Hey, thumbs. I made a quick redirect redirect site for you. Right now, if you head over to wizardjam.org, you'll be redirected right to the itch.io site without any more action. If you head over to wizardjam.org/archive." You'll be presented with uh, quick links to take you to the various Wizard Jam sites. Um, so yeah, if you go to wizardjam.org/archive, I'm there right now. There are links to all four Wizard Jams, links to their forums threads, their welcome threads, and their itch.io pages. Um, so yeah, that that's a really cool. Thank you. Um, that's a really cool. <laughs> Uh, he says, I'm hosting it on GitHub pages so I can add anyone as a collaborator if we need it. Great. Happy holidays from a relatively new listener. My name is pronounced Jugendeep or just Juggin. All right. Thank you, Jugendeep. That is awesome. Uh, we drug our f- dragged our feet on ever doing anything like that. So that is cool. I should say I probably dragged my feet. I would have been the person who would have done that. Um, what else do we have here? Sure. I mean... I don't know. What else do we have, Chris? Should we call it? We can call it pretty soon. We'll do one more. Uh, 
Diddlydum writes, Idle Thumbs, today I was listening to your podcast, and for the f- one of the first times, I didn't get it on Overcast in time, so I went to your site and clicked on the embedded YouTube video, and then I saw it. You guys were real people with faces and beards and everything. I always imagined you as disembodied voices. I never even mm. thought to think that you guys had things like body parts. Your friend, Diddly Dumb. Well. A robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's weird, huh? Yeah, we exist. Sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. I apologize. Oh. <sighs> I mean, Jake's generally bummed about that. That I overall. exist? Yeah, but yeah. just overall. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we? Call, I guess we should call it. If only yeah. we could be sentient cloud beings in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that at all. No. I just don't want to be on a camera. Too bad. Now you're on one every week. Oh, it's true. It sucks. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love it. I love doing this podcast. You guys, don't kill me. <laughs> We haven't yet, so you're probably table. fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's the, the Tarantino live stream. Yeah, where the, the camera the, then just pans down yeah, and then right, right back up. The, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're doing a short podcast this week because we're immediately going to record a second podcast that we can queue up for next week. So It'll be better than this all, one. I would, uh, who's to say? So when we're all out of town... Um, for holiday travel. Our friendly robot will deploy this podcast yes, for us. exactly. We don't have a robot, actually. We'll just have to do it for yeah. vacation. Shh. There's a robot. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> thanks for listening. If you have email for us, you can send it to us at questions at idlethumbs.net. We won't, at this point, get it until the new year, probably, but uh, you should send it so that when we come back, we can start 2017 off on a great start. The reader mail. The best start to any new year. It's the best we can hope for anyway. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and many other places you find podcasts. We're on Twitter at twitter.com slash idle thumbs, on Facebook at facebook.com slash idle thumbs. And if you like this podcast, please consider telling a friend about the podcast part, not just Nick's Dark Souls streams, although that's fine to tell people about as well. Um, we will be talking to you immediately but you won't hear it until next week bye for a week bye goodbye pan 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 oh yeah